0: Hey there, Wealthy Women. If you're looking for motivation, inspiration, and ways to get wealthy, then you're in the right place. Hi, my name is Marilyn Rose, founder and CEO of WealthyWomen.com, the premium growing community for soulful, ambitious, and driven women. I'm so happy to have you here, and you're in for a great show. Let's get to it. This one, we are going to be talking about Davis Smith, Codapaxi and finding your Edgar. So who is Davis Smith? He is the CEO of Cotopaxi, entrepreneur, global adventurer, humanist. After growing up throughout Latin America, he had since dedicated his life to helping those in need and around the world. He is very passionate about social contribution and being an amazing leader, which is really cool. So what is Cotopaxi? Kodapaxi is this cool outdoor gear brand with a social mission at its core. Not only does it make really fun, like adventure products, backpacks, but also they started doing these challenges too, so that you could utilize this gear and have fun adventures, which is amazing. I found it phenomenal and I thought it was way cool. So who the heck is Edgar? Well, Edgar is somebody who is in the story who Davis Smith pretty much not only was he somebody who inspired Davis, but also was someone that Davis was able to have this full circle moment with and find this young little boy who was on the streets of Peru who ended up having his shoe shining kit stolen from him to becoming a Peru, a Cusco tour guide. So Cotopaxi is a business with a purpose and a purpose at its core. One of the amazing things about Cotopaxi is that they do business and um, they do pretty outside of the box, but they genuinely, genuinely care about their employees, which is I thought was amazing. So one of the takeaways that I learned was that Codopaxi actually they were working with this manufacturer of like create these craftsmen, create these backpacks. And so many other companies had used these people. And what these he noticed was that these employees would take a, a template and make it, and take a template and make it. And these people were actually never used a creative aspect before. So Codopaxi gave them the opportunity to create and design their own backpacks with what they wanted to do and have their creative side for themselves as these craftsmen. So a lot of the Cotopaxi backpacks are uniquely one of a kind made at the core from these amazing humans who are making your backpacks. And I'm pretty sure out of alpaca, like wool, I don't quote me on that. Please check out Davis Smith for this. But one of the other things is that when you genuinely care about your employees to make a social impact, of course, that mission is going to shine through. So what is it that you are doing in your business that you can be doing to genuinely impact your employees that you have. One of the missions with Cotopaxi, their core values is that 10% of their work week of their employees that has to be done to something with adventure. And part of that means if somebody wants, like can use it hiking or skiing, because I think they live in Utah. So skiing is easier for them, but they could also go ahead and volunteer their time. And he said, most of the employees actually spend that time volunteering to help people. So how amazing is that? If you have business with employees, what can you be doing that you're allowing your employees to be more creative and feel adventure and have fun? Now, I don't know how the logistics of that works out, but I can tell you that it seems like such an amazing thing to do. And I remember, I'm pretty sure I did a case study. I went over a case study that Whole Foods had did something similar to that as well. That like 10% of their time was allowed for volunteering or just setting up different volunteering missions, which is awesome. So it's so cool. And it totally depends on how you're setting up your business and what's the reason that you're doing it for. It kind of, it goes against the grain of what you think about these big like corporate companies which if you've ever seen this was a game that i grew up with it's called toontown it's pretty much these like creative characters who are like super goofy and they're going out and battle battling these corporate essentially like silver robot looking things robot drone things and this relates to every single day for me now is that like, I feel like they're entrepreneurs against like the corporate world, but how can you come together and see how you can create something better, a bigger social impact? So let's go into the story a little bit longer of who the heck is Edgar? Well, Edgar was this little boy that Davis had connected with in Cusco. And he had seen this kid, this kid was so desperately trying to shoot like shine his shoes of Davis Smith's shoes and Davis had said like had to convince this kid like no man, you cannot actually shine tennis shoes that doesn't work out and he realized that Edgar was hanging around him because Davis had food, and so Davis offered him the rest of his sandwich and he had never seen a kid eat so much eat the way that he had done and Later on in the evening, he had found out that Edgar was sleeping on the street. And he asked him, like, why are you sleeping on the street? Well, his shoe shining kit had gotten stolen. So Davis went to give him $10. And what Edgar had done with that $10, he ended up buying some candy to be this entrepreneur. And he found out that he, Edgar was this kid who was growing up being the main support for his mom because his dad was this alcoholic in Cusco, Peru. And so Davis went along his way. He went back to America, went to continue his journey and ended up starting something. He wanted to go back to Peru years later to see like, okay, can I find Edgar? And all he had was a picture of Edgar. And he knew that he like shined shoes back. And this was maybe like years ago, 10 years ago. Then what he, he ended up having like 120 people who were around him in Cusco, Peru because Davis Smith is this lovely, tall white man with the bald, shiny head. And if you've ever been to Peru, you know, they're like, it's complete contrast. So, so Davis ended up having all these people around him. And he had asked, okay, like, can somebody hook me up with Edgar? And Edgar's best friend ended up recognizing him and gave him the number. And Davis was actually able to connect with Edgar. Like all these years later, how amazing is that? So now from here, he connects with Edgar. He finds out what happened. His mom had ended up dying, giving birth to his younger brother. And his dad, I think, ended up dying as well through alcoholism. So Edgar was on his own. And he was so proud of this house that he had built. And when Davis had went to go see it, he found out this house was actually, it was made of mud, which is very common in in Cusco and in Lima, even in some of the places I had gone to Lima myself, and this will be a story for another time, but I I actually know and I can see this and smell it exactly how it goes. But Davis had said that he remembered just also being so proud of Edgar because Edgar was proud of what he had created and that he decided, okay, Edgar, if you had uh, dreams, you can achieve any dreams, what would you want to do? And Edgar had said like, you know what? I want to be a tour guide. Like I know Cusco pretty well and tour guides a great job for somebody who's in Cusco. And so Davis made a deal with him like, okay, if you get good grades, like I'll pay for your, I'll pay for your tour guide schooling. And I think it was a three-year program. And I think Edgar is on his way to being a tour guide, which is just so phenomenal. And it's just so full circle. That if you have somebody, you probably have a person in Edgar in your life. And when it comes to working with the youth or working with somebody that you actually care about, who has so much less than what we have in America, in London, we have so much. But if you go to a place that it's just so different. And I know for me, I think about like my family in Mexico and I just think about, okay, like what could I do to actually help create something socially impactful for them, but also a great, amazing business? Ah, oh, it's crazy. And I also think about my cousins in America too, but we, when I had first gone to Peru, like when I came back, I just had this reverse culture shock thinking like, ah, oh, we have so much waste. And I remember learning like the amount of money that Americans spend on firework alone, if you just take that one, that one budget, you can literally supply clean water for all of the world, which just blows my mind. Bigger than fly- fireworks blows you like the sky, which just is so crazy. But the fact that we just aren't aware and we aren't seeing so much of this stuff means that if you have a business, do it with a bigger intent. Go ahead and have a proper purpose. Do something for yourself that your business is going to do something. It's going to actually have great purpose. So what I want you to do now is in the reviews, write down what it is that you have for your an idea of what purpose or what social cause that you would love to contribute to with your business and drop down below your business link. In the reviews, of course, leave a five-star and I will see you on our last and final episode of this mini series for Camp BYLR. Thanks. And that's a wrap. So happy that you enjoyed this episode. Thank you so much for staying here with me. What I want you to do is go ahead and leave that five-star review down below. Make sure that you have subscribed to the podcast and the community please, please, please go ahead and drop your feedback from what you have received from this episode. Because at the end of the day, we want you to take action. So what are those action steps that you can take back from this episode? Make sure that you drop your social media handle, LinkedIn, Instagram, whatever is the best way to get to you. And we'll be sure to give you a feature and reach out to you personally. Thanks so much. See you on the next one.